When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, friends. 77 WABC. You know how much I'm going to do for the this year? God bless you all and may God protect our truth. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, hello, though. He's doing great. He's great. Still to come, Joe Tacopina, Lara Trump will be here. My friend, the president's daughter-in-law. I also, yesterday afternoon, saw Andrew Giuliani here. Andrew does a great podcast and a great radio show, 2 p.m. every Sunday. A smart kid, really is, and a good guy. And here he is for his regular Friday morning slot on Sid and Friends in the Morning, my good buddy Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, good morning, bud. How are you? Hey, Sid, good morning. You know, to piggyback off of what you said last segment, I watched like the first six or seven minutes of the press briefing yesterday before I came into uh, studios. And uh, it's the first time I've watched a press conference by KJP in probably about two or three weeks or something like that. But in the first five or six minutes, she said the president has stated clearly on three different topics that she was asked. And I was like, look, can't we at least unanimously unite as Republicans and Democrats in saying that the president can't say anything clearly. Nothing. I mean, point. nothing. It was kind of amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And you highlight it every single day with your with your clips. It's no, really I know. true. I mean, she also said at one point he he's the best communicator in the White House. But you see. Well, he, he might be in the White House because it's a low bar. Well, that's true. You're right. So but he, but he, might, he might be right. But if you heard O'Reilly's morning uh, statement that he makes every day at 720, so he was saying that uh, these two mensum, uh, uh, Manchin and Cuomo on News Nation, said that while there's political divide in D.C., that the everyday folks are fine, and they're both so wrong. I know so many people who don't talk to their own family members yeah. because they disagree politically. I mean, I don't know what world Cuomo and Manchin live in. They're morons. But anyway, oh, hi, Grace. So, um, <laughs> so what I'm getting at is here's Geraldo Rivera who's a friend of mine. I love her, although I really do. I don't care if he's on. And he's a smart guy. But you sound like a moron. I don't care how smart you are when you make uh, make an argument that Joe Biden is okay. No? Yeah. No, 100%. I think it's, uh, it's tough to take that seriously, and then it's tough to take anything that we would follow up with that seriously. And, and you could just see how little control he has. Basically, any time he tries to riff off of those note cards, remember a few months back, he's done this a few different times when he said, I'm going to get in trouble if I uh, don't say this or if I look off of this or something like that. I can't imagine a world. Look, I worked for President Trump for four years. I see him, you know, every other week, basically. And I can't imagine a world where the president, President Trump, in his mind, would even think for a second, uh, if I don't read these note cards, somebody else is going to be upset at me. 
And that's what Biden operates on because he understands that he just doesn't have the faculties at this point. And we know that. Um, I guess they're just trying to cover it up as best as they can. And uh, they're not doing a very good job. Well, they are doing a good job because uh, some of the polls I saw just today, for example, have Biden beating Trump 51 to 49. And then when they list, they list the 10 different categories that Americans care about, you know, inflation, foreign policy, seven of the 10. Listen carefully, Andrew. 70% of those categories, Trump wins. But yet they would still vote for Biden. So they are doing a very good job because what they're doing is saying it doesn't matter how bad Biden is. He'll never be as bad as Trump. And morons believe that. Yeah, you know, I remember uh, this is probably a few months before the election in 2020. It was actually uh, right after around the Gulf and President Trump was having lunch. And I forget who we were with, but he was explaining to them in terms of how close this election would be. And he pulled the salt shaker up and he said, you see that salt shaker right there? If that salt shaker was running against me, it would get 48 percent of the vote. (laughs) Because I've got the media, because I've got the Washington establishment against me, because I've got all of this against me. It doesn't matter who's running against me. The best I can get is 52 percent. And that probably is the truth. When you see day in and day out just how Trump is vilified. I mean, just look at Letitia James and everything that she's done in this thing. You can see the clips of her going saying that she's getting elected to go after Donald J. Trump. And now you have a situation where she all of a sudden is saying what Trump is doing, showing up to his own case as a defendant, is playing politics. And the media covers it like Letitia James is absolutely right on all this Oh, I'm sorry. She, she actually said, I'm not going to be bullied. She said, quote, she said, quote, I have nothing personal against Trump. And uh, and actually, Kelly, Greg Kelly, did a very good job of this yesterday. He must have played a three minutes, three minutes of her at rallies. I hate him, kill him, hang him, ba-ba-ba. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, you know. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's PriorityGoldGuide.com. I want to take a one more step with Biden. What a, uh, what a creep he is. So, <laughs> Did he smell your hair? Is that what happened? He came and smelled your hair? I don't have that. any hair. But uh, on a serious <laughs> note, he, uh, you know, he, he wants the borders open. We know that. Okay. So now he's at the point where the election is not that far away. And he knows that if he loses this election, that the border, because of the crime and the fentanyl and all that stuff, may be his undoing. Right. So now all of a sudden, him and Mayorkas are saying, you know what? we got to build a border wall. Oh, 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 wait a yeah. second. Wait a second. That's what <laughs> Trump did. You know, but, and, and what he does is he's such a sneak, this Biden. He says, yeah. well, you got to understand. 
I have no choice. The courts are making me do this. So instead of saying, hey, look, we were wrong, we blew it, we're going to build the wall, he's blaming it on the courts when all he's doing is stealing Trump's policy. What a creep. Sid, I think there's a very simple explanation for this that we may all be overlooking. Hunter Biden happens to now be in the construction contracting business, and he ended up taking up residency down in El Paso, Texas, and he's going to get about 10 percent of whatever money ends up going into that southern border wall. Because for him to make a juxtaposition like this, to do this flip that Biden has done, um, it really is amazing. Obviously, we know Hunter's not a construction guy. But the thing about this is you're absolutely right. When, When you see that he would make this flip after really three years of just pounding on anything that is Trump, especially with immigration, and especially with this border wall, he has to know that these poll numbers are the things that can really, really kill him. And I would say he's probably looking even more detailed than these national polls. I bet you he's looking at the poll numbers specifically in Arizona and Nevada and looking at him, and I bet you they're starting to turn a little bit in his internals right there on him because they're getting such a brunt of it. Yeah, we all know what's happening in New York. He's got New York, and it probably does hurt him that New York is such a media center because all of that is then getting out to the rest of the country. But I think he's specifically looking at those two states and seeing those numbers starting to turn and realize that between those two states, that's about 20 electoral votes that he's going to have to make up. And if he loses one more with those two, and bye-bye presidency. Andrew Giuliani, great show every Sunday, 2 p.m. He's got his own podcast. He the man, him and his father. Uh, wrapping up the last couple of minutes, with uh, went down with Kevin McCarthy. I've had 9 million opinions on this, but I really want yours. Uh, Nancy Mace was back on this show for a second time this week yesterday, and she ain't backing down. Hey, <laughs> I don't care. Newt Gingrich can call me a traitor. I did what was best for the Republican Party. I did what was best for the country, and I wasn't siding with Matt Gates. I had my own reasons. Now, she's getting the brunt of it because folks can't understand why she did side with Matt Gates. But either way, uh, did you, do you think that Gates and that crew did the right thing? Do you think we're better off, worse off? Your opinion. I think, honestly, I think a government shutdown would have been good. And here's my explanation for this. When I go back to the Trump administration, I think about probably – 40 of the most productive days of the administration. It was when the federal government was shut down at the beginning of 2019. It was the very end of 2018, around Christmas of 2018, for January of 2019. And what happened was the Trump administration got so much done because you weren't pushing against all of these unelected... Well, we'll we'll stop right there. See, that's the difference. That's the difference. See, when Trump was in power, you could afford to shut down the government because Trump was going to make sure it was going to get better. You can't take that chance right now. Who has the, who has the House of Representatives, though? So the thing, the thing about it is you're actually just taking probably 90 percent of the Democratic apparatus in Washington, D.C., and taking them out. They legally cannot come into their jobs if the government is shut down. So I understand what you're talking about, but you're giving that, that, that many more people that cannot actually come on in and push that. So you're right. It's not changing power for the executive branch. But because Congress has the House, what it does is it slows that momentum. And it also, by the way, it sends a very clear message that we need to get a balanced budget at some point over here. Everybody focuses on 
the Ukraine funding. And I understand why they focus on it. But let's be honest, it really is a drop in the bucket. When you're talking about 10, 20, even $50 billion with a federal budget that each year is racking up a $1.5 trillion deficit, you really are talking about a drop in the bucket. It seems like a lot, but you got to remember the budget in general is so much bigger. As John Katzmatidis, I can bet you he has not run one successful business where he's at a $1.5 trillion deficit. Now, you might say, and you and I had this conversation a little bit yesterday, so I'm kind of know where your mind is on this. Well, Trump added so much to this deficit. And what I had said was, look, so much of this is COVID related. Now, he did add a little bit before that. You got to remember that was when Pelosi had the House and there was a government shutdown and they did need to have a compromise in order to do that. So really, all of the budget deficit that Trump ended up adding, aside from the interest, which was added from prior presidents, was because of COVID and because of one negotiation to get the government running again. So I really think the government shutdown was necessary. And I think that's what Gates is saying, like saying, look, if we're not going to see massive spending cuts, which we may not, because, look, Democrats have the Senate. Obviously, Democrats have the executive branch. I'm not going to say Biden does because we know his faculties aren't there as we covered before. But Democrats have the executive branch. He wants to see massive spending cuts. Or guess what? We're shutting it down. And I can't blame him at all, because if anybody thinks that Washington, D.C. is working to go full circle back to what Manchin and Cuomo said, that Washington, D.C. is working for Americans, just go ask those everyday Americans that are out in your street and see how they're doing. See how their life is. See if Washington, D.C. is actually serving them or is self-serving. They'll give you the answer. You're awesome. You are such a smart kid. Where do you get that from, you think? I don't know. I really I really just hope that Grace got more of the intelligence than I did, because I think I just got a drop between Donna and Rudy. I think I just got a drop of there. So I hope the real intelligence skipped the generation and Grace. Has it. Those are two very smart people. Hey, it was great seeing you yesterday. You look great, too. And uh, congratulations on your podcast, your show. And we certainly love you on this show every Friday. Andrew Giuliani, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Sid. We'll talk to you next week. My man, Andrew Giuliani. I'm going to beat him in golf one day. I'm going to kick his ass. What are you looking at? You know I shot at 90 last summer? No, you didn't. Ow. I did. No, you didn't. That was uh, the, after the ninth hole, then I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>